I'm Bree. And I'm Shalika. And we are two long-term friends who get together once a week to chat over coffee or tea. Join us as we talk about all things black, white, and in between with, with Cafe Confessions. Is it just me? Or does it feel like we're all about to die? Like something bad is about to happen and there's this sense of impending doom and it's headed our way. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cafe Confessions. My name is Shalika and I will be your solo host for this evening. And I just got to tell y'all, my anxiety has been at an all-time high recently. And I've noticed that I've been overly cautious about just about everything, right? It's as if I'm suffering from PTSD. Like when I drive, like I'm trying to be extremely cautious when I, well, I'm always cautious when I drive, y'all. If you you see me drive, y'all know. But I get really nervous behind the wheel. Like I can only control what I do in my vehicle, right? I look to the side, look to the right, to the left, you know, people on their phones and stuff. And, you know, I'm not above anybody else. You know, I will grab my phone sometimes, but I'm trying to be more mindful of that. I've been telling myself it can wait, it can wait, it can wait, because I just feel like that one time that I look down and I'm trying to change a song or that one time I'm trying to phone a friend, that one time that I just scroll while I'm driving will be my last. But not just that, like arguing with people too. I had a run-in a couple weeks ago where I chased this woman off the freeway. I'm not proud of that, but it took me until after it had happened for me to realize like, yo, this person could have been crazy. They could have been carrying that heat and that would have been the end of my life. And I didn't think about that in that moment because she had pissed me off so bad that all I could think about was, oh, I'm about to show you crazy. Even though I'm not crazy, but I wanted to scare you so you wouldn't try that shit again. But that could have been my last time, you know, like I could have ran into someone who was actually crazy. So between driving and like picking and choosing my battles and also checking my surroundings, I don't know. It just feels like there's some sort of dark cloud. I've even noticed that my thoughts have even become like extremely negative. They're not all about like death or anything, but they're negative. For example, if I park my car on the other side of my apartment building, my first thought when I wake up that morning is, oh my God, I hope no one has broken into my car. Or worse, I hope no one has stolen my shit. And I hate to say that aloud because I know our words hold so much power. Our thoughts too. But it's almost impulsive. Like I can't control it. And at first I thought I was overthinking it until, you know, this past weekend I hung out with one of my really good friends. And she had expressed feeling the same way. What is going on? It's as if we woke up one day and the aroma of fear permeated the air, right? And it doesn't help that every other day there's a story about someone shooting up their job or a department store shooting or a child abduction or slew of new viruses popping up. What the, what is going on? Shit has been real weird since COVID and it's low-key turning me into a hypochondriac. Like I need a body scan stat right now because something's not right all up in here. But maybe it's just me. I don't know. But in, in addition to this like impending doom, I also feel like my motivation just isn't the same. 
you know, a couple seasons ago, we were talking about grind culture and how it can be so negative. And, you know, we see this on social media. It's always about that rise and grind, rise and grind. But low key, I miss the old me. I miss the rise and grind me. I miss, miss figure it out, you know, miss let's get this money. I feel like I lost that part of me in 2020. And, you know, I blame myself for a lot of things, you know, not having enough discipline and, you know, falling victim of social media comparison. You know, I'm not above that. I'm, I'm still working on that. But I've fallen into the trap. You know, scrolling used to be so fun. You know, it wasn't so much pressure. But it's become a ploy to remind everyone just how subpar their life is compared to strangers. And I don't know about you, but I feel like... Not to sound like a hater, because I ain't never that. But a little part of me dies when I see someone that's younger than me living a fabulous lifestyle. And not that I'm not happy for them. Oh, I'm absolutely happy. But I look back at myself like, what am I not doing right? You know? Because to be honest, I think about, you know, like I just mentioned, what would my life look like if I just had more discipline? If I got back on that hustle mentality, you know, if I stop saving motivational quotes, you know, saving them into the abyss of Instagram and actually live by them. (laughs) But for now, I live vicariously through their illusions as I work at my regular nine to five that no longer supports my lifestyle. I sometimes wonder what a debt-free, carefree, financial freedom life would look like, you know, traveling on a whim, eating out at my leisure, you know, I want a little steak, a little steak from Ruth, you know, getting paid to get cute, having a surgeon on speed dial. I'm, you know, I ain't gonna have surgery, but you know, it would be nice, you know, it'd be nice to afford those things. If I wanted to, I could do it. Right now, I need a good payment plan. <laughs> It's like, I see people living this life and I'm like, I I like those. I like those snacks. (laughs) But I guess, honestly, you know, it's not always good to compare because, you know, that shit's all smoke and mirrors anyways. We're all living a double life. The one you see on TikTok and IG and then reality, you know. But the masks are starting to come down. And to be honest, I am burnt out. I'm overstimulated. I'm unimpressed and I'm really tired of the comparisons. I've even noticed that my patience is running thin. You know, I can't be the only one. Like my patience is thin. And sometimes I hate the sound of people talking to me. (laughs) Sorry. Sometimes I hate the sound of people talking to me. It's like I can literally feel the knots tightening in my stomach. As I fight the urge to tell people to shut the fuck up. Walk away. Get away from me, please. Loki, as that listener friend, as a friend that, you know, doesn't always have an input, but they always have an ear. I am tired. I am tired of listening. Can we talk about something else? Or can we just not talk at all? Can we sit in silence? You know, I feel like not a lot of people like sitting in silence. I don't always have to talk. We could be in the same room and I am perfectly okay with silence, but some of y'all are not okay with that. And I, maybe I just need to be upfront about it. I just be really wanting to tell people, stop talking to me. Go away. 
<laughs> I told y'all my patience is running thin. Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe my patience is dwindling because my time is as well. Ooh, not to sound all morbid, you know? But maybe, who knows, you know? Or maybe it's just a side effect of COVID. <laughs> this is a side effect of COVID, okay? You know? Or maybe, just maybe, once you hit a certain age, your thoughts become more existential. You know? Because I woke up one day and started questioning everything. Started to realize that this shit is not real. The shit that I am stressed about, the shit that I am so hard on myself about, is not worth it. It's not worth it. But then I also have to ask myself, you know, like, what is my purpose? If the shit that I put so much time and effort into is looking back at me and saying, I was not worth it. What is worth it? What have I accomplished? What legacy have I left behind to show I was here and I did great things? Because right now I'm not feeling that. I'm, I'm not. I feel like I'm constantly beating myself down. I'm constantly being overcritical about the things that I do. I don't put myself out there anymore. I don't take as much risk as I once did. And maybe I just got to a point where I was just so tired of being judged. Or I, I allowed others' inputs about me to get the best of me. I've had to ask myself a few times, who am I? What do you like to do, Shay? You know, what makes you happy? What hobbies do you like? And a lot of times I couldn't answer that because I felt like I became a mold of everyone else's opinions and suggestions and approvals. I can't be the only one that feels that way. Like I've tailored myself to be convenient, I guess, be convenient for others Oh, you, my, my best friend didn't like this. I don't like this. Oh, you like this. I like this. Oh, you feel strongly about this. I feel strongly about it. But I never gave myself that opportunity to just grow and be okay with being me, being weird, being whatever, whatever I was interested in being okay with just that. I look back and I, I, I can see all the times I was afraid to speak up about something. Or afraid to go against the grain, afraid to post or speak on my own platform. Because, you know, there will always be naysayers, you know, ready to comment and judge or have an input on something they know nothing about or don't even have the courage to do themselves, you know? And now when I look back at it, I'm like, that shit, so what? It's not, it's not worth it. It's okay to be your own person. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to have one solid friend. It's okay. There's literally a group for everyone. And I didn't allow myself to have that. And now I'm trying to allow myself to have it at an older age. But I can't help but think that I'm running out of time. So instead of working towards that, I'm almost like, eh, it is what it is. We're here now. I know it sounds like I'm venting right now, y'all, and shit, maybe I am, but something is going on, and I can't be the only one feeling this shit, you know? Like, maybe it's seasonal depression, maybe it's clairvoyance, you know? We talked about that, too, but I'm still trying to figure it out. This is supposed to be a happy time, you know? But it's something internal that's like, it could be better, or something's missing, or I'm about to lose something, I started doing a little digging and I found this article that was written uh, June of last year. And it, it was talking about 
employees having an existential crisis since the pandemic. And I just want to read a paragraph here, but it says, humans' fundamental need to perceive life as meaningful, which comes from the feeling that one's existence has purpose and significance is nothing new. But the prolonged fear, uncertainty, isolation, and grief brought about by the pandemic has caused many people to re-examine what gives their lives meaning. Numerous studies show that when people are thinking about death and other heavy existential topics, they become more focused on what makes their lives feel fulfilling because meaning reduces existential anxiety by helping them feel like they're a part of something larger and longer lasting than their brief mortal lives. So I guess I was right. Maybe this is what myself and others are experiencing right now. You know, the pandemic really put a lot of things in perspective for us. You know, what do we want out of life? Is this where I want to work? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Can my life have more meaning? You know, it's good to know that, you know, I'm not making this shit up. Like, I really do feel like there has been some sort of shift since the pandemic. And apparently there are a number of studies on it. But moving right along, um, I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. And there's another article that I was reading earlier today, and it says 13 steps to finding yourself. So let's get into this. Maybe you'll find something for you. Maybe I'll find something for me. So number one, think back to a time when you really felt comfortable in your own skin. Okay. Number two, mull over your family dynamic. Often people don't feel like they're resonating with themselves because emotionally they haven't learned to interact in an adult fashion. <sighs> Y'all, you know, Bree and I have talked about this a number of times. Sometimes when it comes to your family, they can't see you as an adult. And because they don't really allow for you to grow, you almost feel like you're still a child and you don't want to cross those boundaries. At least I, I'll say for me, it's hard. It's hard for my family to see to see me as an adult. And honestly, it's hard for me too. You know, I'll have conversations with them and it's like, you know, this is kind of weird, you know, or, you know, I think that they're wrong in this situation and rarely do I try to correct them. I just more so just like listen to what they're saying. But number three, get out and try new things. I'm a big fan of this. You know, I am a big fan of getting out there and trying something. Um, you, you just never know what you'll be interested in. Number four, start going places by yourself. I haven't really done this. But I'm also not opposed to it. I feel like I just get a little weirded out. Um, I would say if you're like me, maybe start small, like going to the movies by yourself, going to dinner, going to grab a drink. Or if you're more of a a thrill seeker, take a trip, you know. I admire those that are solo travelers. Um, I hope to one day be that, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Number five, try to figure out what's important to you. I feel like this is where I'm at and so many of us are at right now. Like what's really important? What am I going to spend the next 30 years working on or focusing on or just giving my time to or not giving my time to? Number six, ditch bad habits. Going back to that discipline that I was telling y'all about that I am lacking right now. There are a lot of bad habits that I just gotta, let me not say a lot, but there are some bad habits that I gotta cut ties with ASAP figure out what it was that motivated me prior to 2020. Maybe I need to go back to an in-office job. Maybe working from home is... (laughs) Fuck that. I'm not going back. (laughs) No, I love working from home. I am so sorry. I'm not going back to an office. But maybe, 
maybe this is where some of my motivation started to decline. Seven, learn how to practice mindfulness and actually do it. Mm-hmm. You talking to me right now. You need to stop saving all these quotes and actually live by them. Tell your inner critic to get lost. That one's hard. That one's hard. For a lot of us, we are our toughest critics and that negative self-talk just be seeping in. But we got to figure out how to gain control. Nine, learn how to be okay with not being liked by everyone. Mm. Mm. I think there's a... There's a, a, a certain level of freedom you feel when you don't give a fuck about what people have to say about you or what they think about you. I would love to feel that freedom. I just, I guess I just don't know where to start. Mm. I know I said I wasn't going to go into detail, but I really want to read this one. So learn, learn to be okay with not being liked by everyone. It's impossible to please everyone and putting a lot of stock in how you and how other people feel about you only devalues your own identity. Mm, I can see that. As long as you're still wanting to be liked by everyone, you're going to have a hard time finding your true self. You're giving them power over you and stepping away from your authentic self. Here are some exercises you can use to break the habit. Ask yourself if you end up genuinely liking every person you meet. Some people you'll love, others you'll dislike, and some you'll be indifferent towards. If that's true for how you experience others, then why can't it be true for how people experience you? Whether people like you isn't your business, it's theirs. Hmm, Love that. This is our only life. This is the only life that we have. And if we continue to waste it, not even spend, but waste it on trying to people please and trying to be perfect, our life is going to pass us by. Because I would hate, I would hate to be 80 years old singing the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Thinking about, I I can't believe that I thought I was this, that, and the other. I can't believe I didn't take more risks. I don't want I don't want to look back on my life and and say that. Should as a thirty year old, thirty two, thirty two year old, I tend to do that. Oh, why did I date this person? Oh, why why did I give this person so much of my energy? Why did I stay in that friendship? Why why? 10. Volunteer. Volunteering allows you to try something new, but you're also learning to step outside of yourself. And it can also help you identify your values and highlight new things that really matter to you. And of course, it just feels really great to help others. 11. Unplug more. Hmm. When I tell you God is on time, he is always on time, okay? Because I needed to find this article, right? And I'm sure someone else needed it as well. But number 11, unplug more. Learning not to use your phone as a distraction leaves you with more time to explore your own thoughts and feelings. For most people, anytime they feel uncomfortable, they pull out their phone. Me. (laughs) But that's operating at a level that's very shallow. When you give yourself time to reflect instead, whether it's while waiting in line for coffee or hanging out at home alone, you allow yourself an opportunity to grow. Yeah, anytime I'm uncomfortable, I am pulling out my phone. I will play a game. I will do something to distract me and to not have any eyes on me. So yeah, I need to do better about that. I always, not envy, but like I admire the people that can just strike up a conversation with strangers and that conversation can go on for hours, you know? Me and my conversation, if I don't know you, can be very surface level at times. And then I'm like, okay, so 
mm, all right, bye. Thanks. I'm going to get my coffee now. You know, like I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not good at small talk. I, I really don't know how to figure that out. I honestly don't even know how I have friends. <laughs> Anyways, number 12, identify what makes you different from everyone else. There's only one you. But sometimes it can be hard to see what makes you unique when you're caught up in the whirlwind of daily life. To reflect on things you see around you to help you figure this one out. Take note of a person's actions and think about what you would have done in that same situation. For instance, if you think something like, she did that and it's interesting, but that wouldn't work for me, then challenge yourself to choose a different path. You can also ask friends for their honest feedback about what makes you unique. And then ask them to explain why. If they say you're kind, ask them to elaborate on what they've seen you do or say that makes you that way. And 13, what I believe is the most important, is consider therapy. Finding yourself is not always easy. Sometimes it can be helpful to bring in an outside professional to help steer you along the way. A thousand percent agree thousand percent agree therapy can put you in a situation where you end up talking about yourself to an empathetic listener who can help push you to think more about how you feel about yourself and your inner wisdom sounds productive right that's because it often is I, I love that she goes on to list a number of different types of therapy. So mindfulness is a non-judgmental awareness of your experience. Cognitive behavioral therapy, we spoke about this before, can teach you how to talk to yourself more effectively. Interpersonal therapy can help you learn how your family influenced you and how to choose effective relational patterns as an adult. Hmm, love that. Figuring out where you're getting tripped up and choosing a type of therapy based on that can be key for helping you find yourself. People often think that you have to be single in order to find yourself. It is easy to get caught up in relationships and struggle with your own identity, but it is perfectly acceptable to have a partner and work on yourself at the same time. So having the right partner in your life could really help you with this. You know, if you need someone to be in your corner, if you need that person to give you a little bit of encouragement, you know, a little reassurance, The key here is to take time to prioritize getting to know yourself and finding you. Giving yourself the space to get to know you the way you would a new friend or partner. Love, love, love this article and I'm definitely going to link it in the show notes. I would advise anyone that's going through what I've just ranted about to check it out. Uh, But with that said, I just want to let anyone out there that's feeling the same way I want you to know that you are not alone in this. We're all feeling it a little bit. We're all unsure about what's going on, what's going to happen, if we're going to make it out of this, but do your best. That's all I can say. The resources are out there. Try some of these steps that we just went over, um, talking to your friends more, maybe spending some more alone time journaling for sure, but just know that you're not alone. Thank you so much for listening, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Bye.